Today is my independent day because I am without Robbie. He is moving, so um, he told me to figure it out, basically. And I was like, you want me to do the podcast all by myself? And he was like, find one of your little friends to do it. You said you have friends that like want to come on. And I was like, Haha, I don't know where those friends are now. So um, I went out and I found a teacher who is a friend, an educator. Um, but in case I say something too stupid and it could be traced back to like where she works, we're going to keep her name anonymous or we'll just call her teacher or edu- what do you what's a name that you've always wanted to call yourself that we could that we could call you right now that's not your real name um ooh can I be Beyonce no. is that too much no you can't be Beyonce well <laughs> well one you're white so that's appropriation okay so um so yeah, you gotta pick a pick a white name. Um, uh, you know we don't. I can't think of any white names. What are you gonna call me, Alexandra Ovechkina? Uh, Alexandra. Yeah. We'll call you Alexandra or Alex. Okay. We have Alex here. Yeah, Alex is here, uh, who is a teacher and educator, and uh, today we are the. Bolsheviks. You can say it. You want to say it? We're one half of the Bolsheviks, plus Alex. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right, so uh, this will be interesting. Um, yeah, so let's see here. Um, let's go through. So I just found it interesting, like since the um, since the Capitol riots. Would you even call them? Would you call them riots? Would you call them riots? I would call them riots before I called them protests, for sure. Well, yeah, but I mean, they've been called so many different things like insurgents or. I mean, I've been I've been calling it a terrorist attack because that just really gets under people's skin who would do something like what happened at the Capitol. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if like we have actual words the like that, like what terrorism terrism actually has a definition, right? Does it? Um, it's an act of violence to further a political, like, idea yeah. or agenda. Oh, you know, I guess you're right. Um, but the, I guess it also has to be taken into account that, like, it seems like these guys, a lot of them wanted to do more than they got to do because they had, like, zip ties on them. Some of them had, like, knives on them and things like that, right? Yeah, furthering their terrorism bullshit, right? I mean, no, okay, yeah. You're also. I want to say I only have one mic, and if you could see how we're doing, we're doing this pretty, uh, I don't know, ghettoly right now. 
by I think I think we're fine. I think that one. I hate the word ghetto. Okay. Well, we're doing it very half-assedly. There you go. Half-assedly. I'm holding the mic. Also, the whole podcast sounds exactly one of your terrible endings. No offense. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That makes me feel wonderful. Well, um, yeah. Well, to to be fair, you know, Robbie is the one that usually handles the the smoothness of it. And I kind of just like, you know, this is not my forte. I'm not I'm not a leader. Okay. You know, I'm not a natural leader. In so words of Braden Holtby, you're doing great, babe. Braden, is that a hockey player? Yeah, he was the Capitals goalie for a long time. He helped us win the Stanley Cup in 2018. And he just got traded this year. But that's irrelevant and sad news. Oh, damn. Uh, is hockey even happening? Yeah. Caps home open or not home opener. Um, Caps season opener is tomorrow, I believe. Tonight, I think the pen- I think it started tonight. I'm really a shitty hockey fan this year. That's okay. I mean, you have an excuse. We all have an excuse to be shitty sports fans. Um, oh, yeah. As well as being a teacher, uh, Alexandra, Alex is also really into hockey and like is one of the head organizers of Caps Prom. Well, no, I help set up and everything. Um, that is done by a friend of mine who I can shout out maybe at the end. I'm not sure. I'd have to find out if she was cool with that. If you know anything about Caps Prom, you know exactly who organizes it. She's phenomenal, but I just hope. Are you talking about yourself? No. <laughs> She's phenomenal. <laughs> She's so great. I love her so much. No. Um, I just go. I It's at Penn Quarter Sports Tavern, which is a great sports bar in D.C. in Penn Quarter. And, um, yeah, I just get there early and help set up. Cool. There we go. So, um, so yeah. All right. So, uh, I just thought, it, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the, the riots. And what, what's, what was funny to me is, like, seeing the breaking news stories. Because, like, there was a while there where it was just, like, alert after alert after alert. And as we get farther away from uh, when the riots happen, like, you could tell the media just wanted to keep on keeping on with that. And but like the they wanted to keep giving you alerts, but the alerts became shit like uh, this dude doesn't like Trump anymore. And he used to a lot, you know, and then it's like, it, you know, went all the way to like, you know, Coach Belichick from the Patriots not accepting a medal from Donald Trump anymore. <laughs> and that was breaking news. So. Well, the thing is, didn't uh, so. I feel like all these people who are like, okay, fine, fuck that guy, who are finally like, oh, fuck that guy. I feel like they probably never liked him to begin with, right? Like nobody actually likes him. Like nobody. Actually. I think you, I think you're actually right about that. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't like him, um, but they have, you know, the part since the party backs him, well, they you have ha- to suck the dick that gives, right? I mean, isn't that how it kind of works? Like they have to. You know, right? Because they 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 will suffer political defeat, or at least they thought so, right? A lot of people, a lot of Trump's um, uh, candidates that he endorsed during their elections and their 
state or whatever, a lot of them lost. But they still kind of don't want to take that gamble that the person who got elected to be the head of the executive branch, um, they don't want to take that gamble of going against him and then losing that support. Um, so I think you're right. Yeah, I think most people don't like them. They're kind of like, D- Donald Trump is kind of the Ted Cruz of Republicans in um, in 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 D.C. You know what's so funny is you're like, oh, he's like the Ted Cruz vote of... And I was like sitting over here like, yeah, he's like Regina George, only with no redemption story. Nobody hits him with a bus and then votes for prom queen at the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like wildly right. different <laughs> comparisons. No, but that's a good one too. That's a good one. Um, I was, I, Donald Trump probably does think the weather is t- is told by um, Melania's, how Melania's tits feel. You know what I mean? Or I guess his daughter, Ivanka. Ew. Um, but yeah, so in the midst of the uh, breaking news stories um, was this one that I found interesting. It was uh, about... Uh, so uh, during the Obama administration, he kind of uh, was on the way of getting rid of like the federal use of the death penalty. Because, you know, I guess a, a lot of presidents, when they don't believe in the death penalty, they could just stop the death penalty happening in federal prisons. Um, and under Donald Trump, he was like, fuck that, we're going to start executing people again. So anyway, um, Lisa Montgomery uh, is the first woman to face the federal death penalty in 70 years. Um, and Montgomery's attorney, Kelly Henry who had argued she is too mentally ill to understand her death sentence, criticized the Trump administration for pushing forward with her execution. Um, so first off, what do you feel? How do you feel about the... I'm, I've always been like super anti-death penalty, dude. Like I just don't... I don't think it belongs anywhere at all. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I'm very anti-death penalty. And... um I mean, I just always feel the need to bring up that the same people who are usually like, yeah, hard dicks for death penalty are the same people who are like, nobody should be allowed to get an abortion. And that just drives me up a motherfucking wall. Yeah, no, I always hear that comparison. And it's true. I mean, like, but I guess what they would bring up playing devil's advocate right now is they would say, um, they would say, well, they were born and they had their chance, right? This is what they're like, because they're saying that the unborn child or whatever didn't have a chance, right? So if you're born and you have a chance and you were shitty, yeah, we can kill you. Right. I mean, I would agree with that, except for there's no such thing as an unborn child. There's a fetus and there's a child. There's Those are vastly different things, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think abortion is one of those things. It's just so tough. It's it's always going to be. Um, and it that's one of the only issues that is always going to be an issue. There's no, there's, cause I can see, I can see both sides and how they would like, I can see how each side feels and like why they feel that way. It's pretty easy to uh, be a pro-lifer. You know what I mean? All you have to be is convinced that, that feet what you say is a fetus 
All you have to say is that's a that's a kid that's not born yet, and then they think you're killing a baby. And like if you if that's what you believe in, like obviously you're gonna be like horrified. Like yeah, that's terrible. But at the same time, if you believe in science and like scientists are like, nah, it's not a baby yet. You know what I mean? I I personally feel uncomfortable with like late term abortions. You know what I mean? That I'm not gonna say I'm against it, but like I'm like I don't like the idea of that. You're you're uncomfortable with it, and so is anybody who has to have one. You have to understand that anybody who has a late term abortion is only having it because they themselves, as a woman, their life is at stake, or their fetuses, or usually both. Right? Yeah, it's like a medical condition. Yeah. Um, I but it's always brought up by the right as like something that should be outlawed. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's it's definitely like. And the thing is, too, once that kid's born, they don't want to, like, give you any help for it either. You know, these 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 right-wingers, they don't want to help you out after you have the kid. They just, right. like, yeah. Well, because they're not, they're not pro-human. I mean, this whole argument, right? They're not pro-person. They're pro-birth, right? Because if they were pro-people, if they were pro-human, you know, human, they would be against the death penalty, and then they would be pro-anything to help somebody in need, right? So, you know, universal health care or, you know, universal daycare or any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's always a tough issue. Uh, and it's always going to be an issue. Like, you'll never, like, bring someone to the other side, I don't think, with that one. Um, I always thought that instead of pro-life, we should be saying, what, what did I say? Oh. Anti-choice advocate. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was. Um, forced pregnancy forced advocates. Pregnancy. Yes, that's right. I was like anti-choice, and you were like, "No, forced pregnancy advocate." That's fantastic. Yeah, forced pregnancy advocates, because that's really what it is. I mean, if you're a, a super pro-life person, you want to make sure that whoever gets pregnant is forced to go along with that pregnancy. And that's what it is. But the only problem with that is you can't use the whole like, "Oh, you're." You're pro-life, but you're against the death penalty because, like, that that wording isn't there anymore. You know, you can't bring that up. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think there are plenty of bad things to say about people, right? We don't need to pick one bad thing. Yeah. Two things can be true. You can force somebody to go through with a pregnancy, and you can be anti-redemption, which is what we maybe want to call people who are pro-death penalty, right? Because that's my thing, is it... Um, the death penalty should never happen because everybody should have a chance to, you know, stop being a piece of shit in whatever way that means, right? So. Yeah, even if you're in jail for life, you can still kind of like be, uh, re- you can hopefully have a redemption in, in, you know, in your eyes, you know, or who, in whoever's eyes that you believe or whatever. Well, and I mean, that could even get into the way that we do prison here, right? Like, we don't really do anything as far as, um, you know, um, why am I losing words right now? You know, when you're in rehab and, you know, there you go. (laughs) Rehabilitation. We don't do anything really to rehabilitate people. Our prison system is there to punish, not to help. Right. 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 Um, so, uh, oh yeah, what was I gonna say about the fucking? I had a thing. God damn it! 
Go ahead, get a beer. That's fine. I'm going to try and remember this thing I was going to say. I know. Um, anyway, so um, Kelly Henry, who had argued she is too mentally ill to understand her death sentence, criticized the Trump administration for pushing forward with her execution. Um, and he says, Our Constitution forbids the execution of a person who is unable to rationally understand her execution, Henry said in a statement. The current administration knows this, and they killed her anyway, violating the Constitution, federal law, its own regulations, and long-standing norms along the way. Uh, Montgomery, so, so basically, I don't know what her mental condition is. It might just be a lawyer doing the, doing the thing. She was only 52, but apparently she had mental illness to the point where she couldn't understand why she was being executed or anything and you know that's kind of cruel in itself but um i'm i'm not someone who believes in the death penalty at all in any way even if you like just you know kill a bunch of people it if you are captured and convicted i just don't i just don't like the idea of a death penalty um with that being said i do want to go over what she did which you read all this you're like you start to be like oh man that's that you feel a little bit bad and then you read what she did, and it's kind of gruesome. So she, she's fifty. She's fifty-two. Uh, was convicted in two thousand seven of strangling a Missouri woman who was eight months pregnant and cutting the baby from her abdomen. The infant actually survived and was raised by her father. Um, but yeah, I mean that's late term, right? Eight months? Jesus. I mean, eight months, yeah. That's, that's crazy, right? That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's definitely late term. I, I'm sure that she was against her late term abortion, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, I mean, one thing is to be said, though. It's not a double murder. It's just one murder. She cut the baby out and... Uh, and the baby was fucking fine. I mean, obviously not fine, Alex. I mean, not, not, not fine. I mean, she's fine. She was raised by her dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Dad. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm not a terrible person. Oh, okay, you could keep saying that, but no, I mean, uh, yeah, it's kind of gruesome. I just thought that was interesting. Um, I don't feel bad for her, but you know, I'm just not. Like, I'm not for the death penalty, even in something like crazy like that. I wouldn't be for it. I'm, I'm interested in wanting, in like what this mental illness is, right? Because, as you know, I'm a special education person, and um, so like mentally ill. Does that mean that she was having like a psych? Psychotic thing or a psychosis? You know what I mean? Like, is that like, is she mentally ill as in she has something like bipolar or, you know, I don't know, any other mental disorder or she was like intellectually disabled? Right. Right. And um, it doesn't say. And I think there's some sort of like rules where they, you can't like just like know her medical. Right. I don't know. But I do know that she was uh, repeatedly raped when she was younger, and like it's one of those where they they had a terrible upbringing and that kind of thing. 
which you know probably caused like a multiple personality disorder or bipolar um just a bunch of things but i mean this this seems to be he was trying to argue that she's she's older now and her mental illnesses have gotten to the point where she doesn't even know who she is anymore and at that point is it uh ethical to execute someone who doesn't understand why they're being killed you know what i mean right well, that's where it would be great if we had a prison system that was into things like rehabilitation. <laughs> right. Know? I mean, that's just like coming. I mean, all of this. Do you believe in a prison system where even the worst crimes, if if you are proven to be rehabilitated in some way that you can eventually get out? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, um, there are certain things, right? Like I teach. Right. So I'm really like, um, I wish I wasn't this way, but I'm a little more critical of like people who want to teach than I should be. Like we've talked about like some people that I know who are in a similar profession as I am or whatever, who, um, anyways, all this to say, um, that like if your crime was something like, you know, you raped and killed a bunch of kids. Like you probably shouldn't be allowed to be a teacher after that, regardless of being rehabilitated just because people fucking suck and like human nature can be bad. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, I I think you should be able to go be, if you have been rehabilitated, right. Then I do think that you should be, given the option or not the option, but like the opportunity to go like have your redemption story and be a good functioning, wonderful member of society. Um, But there should be some kind of like, you know, things like, you know, whatever you did, you shouldn't be given the keys to do that thing again. Right. Right. Um, And also, man, you, you, you brought up a, a situation there where like, it's, I mean that, that re- rehabilitating a story where someone who's rehabilitated from a, some, a crime like that would probably take a really long time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like by that time you probably don't fucking want to be a teacher. You're like, you know what? I never want to see again. Another fucking child, you know, because you probably had to go through so much rehabilitation and therapy and other things that are good things that, to you feel like frustrating bullshit at some point. You know, I'm, t- am I making any sense at all? Yeah, absolutely. I, I also, I don't know. I think um, everybody may, might deserve the opportunity to try to get rehabilitated, but I think in, in some sense, some people won't be able to reach rehabilitation. You can try, but someone who's done doing a crime like that, they might... N- you can try to re- rehabilitate them to the point where they can get out, but it, something like that um, in an extreme case where they're raping and killing a bunch of kids, uh, probably not going to end up at that end point where they're good to go. It's the phrase it, a bunch of in there, like a bunch of little kids, like Jesus, fuck, one didn't do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be, let's be clear. One is way one too many, totally but, way uh, too many Wait. God, I'm so glad this can't be traced back to. Yeah. I'm see, I'm smart, right? You were like, "Oh, don't just say my name. It's okay." <laughs> right. And uh no, I was I was smart to say uh, to n- not mention your name. Um 
So yeah. Oh, I know what I, I remember what I wanted to say. It was about um, abortion people. No, it was about what? Abortion. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was about pro. Fuck. What was it about? That's shit. Oh, um. Oh yeah, the pro pro the people who are for the death penalty. Mm. What do you call those people? People who are pro death penalty? Okay, yeah. Is that what, is that what you're asking? You want me to know you want to know what I would call people who are pro death penalty? Yes. Murderers. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so people that are like Anti-redemptionists. That's a good one. Anti-redemptionist? Yes. I, yeah. Well, I... Okay. I don't know if that... That doesn't... Okay, so people that are for the death penalty are usually also really religious or something. You know? Not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them are. It's the same type of people that probably would be against gay marriage for the same reason of, like, religion, right? My thing is, is, like, if you're for the death penalty, first off, especially in Christianity, you're not supposed to kill people, right? No matter what. Isn't the whole thing about with Christianity is that they killed a guy? Exactly. Like, you're not supposed to be for killing. Also, it's all about, like, like, I thought God has the final judgment, right? So, like, in their, in their eyes, if you're a Christian who's against the death, or, I'm sorry, for the death penalty, why is it up to us to judge them whether or not they should die or not, I thought it was up to 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 God or Jesus, whoever the fuck they believe. Um, you know what I mean? It would be up to God, not Jesus. And it's like only God can judge me, unless or wait, only God can judge you unless you did something that I personally think is really bad. Then I can judge you. Right. So that's what they want. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I just think like they're kind of hypocrites in that way in a lot of ways, ways. especially, especially like gay marriage. It's like, that's another thing where it's like people that are against gay marriage because they're religious beliefs. It's like, it doesn't like why the people are allowed to, to in, in Christianity, people have free are supposed to have free will to do whatever they want. And then Jesus or God, or whoever the fuck has, I'm sorry, God has the final judgment. So why is why do you, why are you going to try and make laws to like dictate everything when it's not up to you, dude? It's all about like when that ga- if if you're right, if your Christian religion is right and they if some gay person dies, it's supposed to be God that judges them in the end. Right. So why are you making laws that you're trying to pretend that you're that you're God, right? right. And and yeah. Well, and then to me, well, so the thing I always talk about when people talk about gay marriage in the, you know, the Bible and stuff is that the Bible, I could have this completely wrong. I'm just gonna fucking, I have not been fact checked. So if you fact checked me and I'm dead wrong, fucking good for you. But I believe the Bible was written a hundred years after the death of Jesus. And it was originally written in Sanskrit which was translated to, you know, a thousand, like, like a fucking Latin or something, and then translated from there, right? And so you have 
Like if I tell you a story, you no, know, there's that whole thing. Like I tell you, and then you tell him, and then you tell. Like him. you put different bi- your own biases along the way. But then you've done it a hundred years after the fact. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like a game of telephone at that point. Right, and I know that one of the things is like the word blasphemy has changed meaning significantly. Right, and so that was like a big thing was to lay with a man the way you lay with a woman is blasphemy. Is some fucking scripture shit. And so the word blasphemy did not used to mean what it means now. It used to be like, um, it used to be almost like, like an honorable thing, like a loving thing, like a fucking Michael Jackson and little kids thing where it was like, well, wait, that sounds bad. But that, that phrase, you know how he was like, you can share a bed. It's the most loving thing you can do. That's because that dude was fucked up. That's why he was saying about kids. But... <laughs> but I mean he was fucked up. I mean we can talk about that another time. But anyways, um Who are you talking about Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I think I don't think it's I don't think it's uh I'm not trying to say that like the way Michael Jackson I'm not trying to say I'm saying that like like it I don't think it's a hot take anymore that Michael Jackson was a piece of shit. Oh no, it's not. Um but that's also because he had a very traumatic upbringing but i digress um my point is that the word blasphemy i believe again go ahead and fact check me if i'm wrong i'm so sorry but i believe the word blasphemy used to have something to do with like it's a form of love you know i thought blasphemy just means it's against uh something that's that it's against god is that what it just means today but it's different than used to be that's my point yes and we're talking about an English word that's been translated from, you know, fucking Greek and Latin and Sanskrit, you know, literally dead languages. And so that's why it's like you have to think about what did that word mean 2021 years ago, right, in a different language. And so that's kind of my point. <laughs> right. <laughs> Interesting. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It's been translated too many times it was written too late and words have changed meanings right even the word dope has changed meanings how many times in the past 10 years yeah i mean also there's something in the bible where like if you fucking catch your neighbor on sunday working you're supposed to beat the fucking shit out of him until he dies so you're like the people are picking and choosing what they like from the bible and it's like if you're one of these people that like hate or don't think gay people should get married because of the bible but you still like do your little whatever if you deliver Amazon packages on Sunday. You're Fuck you. Yeah, you're supposed to get your ass kicked, dude. I mean, like my favorite back when I was like, mm, gee, I love God. You know, when I was like a big religious person. Fun fact, did you know that about me? Anyway. Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was too, though. I went to Bible camp and all that shit. Whoa. Anyway, um, evidence. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, yeah, and, and like every single like grown up dude at that camp was trying to suck my dick. <gasps> did any of them do it? What a great story! If they did, I repressed that shit real hard. Oh. No pun intended. Oh, anyway, um, my favorite verse used to be "All men are liars." I don't know if you can call it a verse, but it was definitely a quote. And it was what is it? All men are liars. I tell you that this. was in the Bible. Yeah, it says, "I tell you this: all men are liars." And it was that must have been translated wrong, uh, sir. 
No, it's because <laughs> the point, the point, if you read, see, that's, see, that's kind of the point though, right? Is that if you read before and after that one fucking line of, I tell you this, all men are liars. The whole point was that like everybody sins, right? But it's kind of fun to take that one line and throw it at my super Christian at the time boyfriend and be like, ha, you're a fucking liar. Even God says it. But like, you know, it, because that, that one line fit my agenda, right? But, right. You know, and now people try to do the same thing with gay marriage. And the thing is, it was okay for me to do that to my freak boyfriend at the time, but it's not okay to do that to a whole group of, I mean, it wasn't okay for me to do that, but you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. Right? I do. Yeah. We should move on from gay marriage since that's like old news and like <laughs> nothing that we're talking about. This is the fucking worst. Okay. Yeah. So, um, we're doing wonderful. Let's see here. Once you, um, Oh, apparently, so apparently all the state capitals have armed threats against them for inaugura- Inauguration Day. Um, well, at least that's what you told me. I read that on the Washington Post. I did not read the article. That was for sure the headline. Oh, was that one of the breaking news yeah. things? That was one of the things that you... Those had- gosh darn breaking news things. Yeah. You're logged into my Washington Post. Sorry. Anyways, we always send each other things back and forth, but we get the same notifications. Right. Yes. Um, we do. I, 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 okay. So I pirate her, uh, uh, Washington post app because I don't want to pay for it. It's expensive and whatever, dude. Um, it's expensive. I got to pay for Spotify. I pay for all the things. I don't need to pay for that. And um, so whenever I get a notification that I think is cool, I'll send it to her. And then she'll be like, dude, I literally got it the exact same time as you. Like, you don't need to keep doing this. But now I do it out of, like, out of spite. Um, so, yeah, apparently, do you think that's real? Like, do you think anything's going to happen on Inauguration Day? Or is this, like, a, is this the... Is this the kid that they cause in the bomb threat at the school who, like, doesn't even know how to, like... Tire shoes. Oh, well, I definitely think it's the kid who calls in the bomb threat thing. However, I I think that the intention was to do it. But now that it's been like like the the I think that when this started, there was an intention for there to be armed riots at every state capital. But I think now that it's become a thing, they're like, hey, fucking goal achieved. People are upset, you know, it people are scared. And our terrorism did its job. Well, also... People are terrified, right? (laughs) Right. But also they're terrified, right? Because they're probably seeing all these videos of these crybaby rioters who are getting caught at, like, the airport on a no... (laughs) They probably did their riot. They hung out with their buddies afterwards. Like, wasn't that crazy, dude? Luckily, I wasn't, like... I don't think I was in any of the pictures. And then they get to the airport to go fucking back to Portland or whatever. And they're like, oh, man, they won't let me on this flight because I'm on some no-fly list. And apparently I'm terrorist. And now they're going to ruin my life. And that happened like a couple times, apparently. Um, so, and those things are going viral. So I'm imagining that these, that these people that are planning these things for the state capitals uh, are, are looking at these things being like, man, do I want to end up like them? 
Especially because they're anti-maskers, so they don't even have, like, a way to, like, hide themselves, you know? That was one of the things I noticed in all the videos. I was, like, not surprised by it, but I was, like, like such a weird fucking moment that I was, like, oh, my God, can you believe not one of them is wearing a fucking mask? And my mom was, like, that's what you're seeing right now? And I was, like, I mean, there are many things. <laughs> many things can be true, but that's one of them. Right, yeah, and... It's so ironic because, uh, actually, I don't even understand the word ironic anymore. But um, it's it. I think it's ironic that these an- they're so anti-masker. They're so about an- not wearing masks that that's probably the reason they're all gonna. They're literally probably all going to get caught. I mean, like, if they were, imagine if they were all about wearing masks, but they were still angry about this shit and broke into the Capitol. Man, it'd be so much more difficult to find these motherfuckers. Oh, for sure. It's, I mean, well, well, that and like, I mean, they're smearing shit everywhere. You know what I mean? So there is like, like if there are people who are in the system, which they were all white, so they've probably all. Actually, did you see the, on the poster where it's like, do you know, have you seen all these people? And it's like looking for, you know, uh, uh, information on the different faces, you know, the first face on there is a black guy. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Say, you think that shit's an accident? Come on, they found one black guy in the crowd, and they were like, "You sir, come here." <laughs> and he's the first square on there to be like, "Have you seen these people?" It's like literally the first guy is the is a black guy. He's probably a fucking news dude from like Vice or something trying to cover it, and they were just like, you know, I don't know. They were like. <laughs> Found one. Yeah. Um, sir? No. That's not a thing. Yeah. Um, here's, did you, when, when you saw the, the picture of that guy carrying Pelosi's, um, uh, podium thing, what is it? What is that? They call it, I think, I mean, yeah. Is that a podium? Do you think, I kept, every time I saw that picture, I always thought it was, it looked like Carrot Top. Doesn't it look like doesn't he look like Carrot Top? Like, hey, I'm Carrot Top, R- like walking away with some podium. Anyway, Jordan, no. Why would you do that to Carrot Top? Ew, you like Carrot Top? I mean, no. He's not like my favorite fucking person or anything. I don't have his poster on my wall, but I hate when people are like, "You look like this person, and this person is terrible." Well, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything against Carrot Top per se. Apparently, he's still going in fucking like Las Vegas. He's got some show. I don't know what the fuck he does. But you know what that reminds me of? Do you follow? Sorry, this is so fucking off the wall right now. But if you follow, if you don't follow Tony Hawk on Twitter, fucking do it right now. His Twitter is full of him. This has to relate to Carrot Top or else I'm going to... Oh, no, it doesn't at all. It doesn't whatsoever. Okay. Um, but I don't... I have no idea why this popped Oh, this in. should... <laughs> okay. But Tony Hawk's whole Twitter is him being like this random person. He, like, it's all like interactions of people not recognizing him. And it's fucking hilarious. Oh, does he He does it on purpose to kind of be like, I'm old news. No, it's like people like look at him and they'll look at his idea and they'll be like, Anthony Hawk, do you know Tony Hawk? And he'll go, I do know Tony Hawk. And they go, ha, real funny and hand it back. You know? Oh, I never, I never thought about that. How to- Tony's a short for Anthony. So his real name's Anthony. 
Obviously. And then like Not obviously. Some people go by Tony. Tony is short for Anthony. Gaete. I mean I know, I but my name is short yeah, for Yeah, your name is short for <gasps> Oh, we have to bleep that out. Um, my name is <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> You'll bleep it out, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll bleep that out. Shit. Leave it in, but bleep it out no, no, we're gonna bleep that whole thing out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were so proud of the Alex thing. I know. Well, your your name is short for Alexandra, but it's Alex. Yeah, but it is Alexandra. All right, we're right now. I have Remember to move on. This Alexandra Vechkina. Is... Okay, whatever. Yes, please. All right. Jesus. Okay. So um, among the the among the dudes, I didn't even hear about this guy, but apparently there's a <laughs> there's a dude with a sh- t-shirt that says Camp Auschwitz on it. Like that's a little too on the nose, right? It, it's just like the whole. I, I mean, that just goes. Also, where do you buy? <laughs> where do you get that shirt? You know what I mean? Like, where do you go online to like buy something like that? I don't know. Does QAnon have a, I don't know, store? I'm sure they do. I'm sure Robbie knows about it. Missy Robbie. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this misses Robbie right now. Sorry. No, not because of you. Because uh, of me, I'm doing terrible. Um, We've done the best we can. And it's a fucking cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit's Creek reference. If you haven't watched it, you should. Yeah. So so far, we've we've done a bunch of callouts. We've called out Tony Hawk. <laughs> he gets a free ad. We called out uh, Caps Prom. Oh, the in the the PDX place and like, oh man. All right. So there you go. PQST. <laughs> Oh, here we go. Um, Airbnb cancels all reservations ahead of inauguration. The reason why I thought this was interesting is because imagine like being just a person who wants to go to the inauguration. Well, the inauguration. And then your shit gets canceled. Isn't the inauguration happening like it's pretty much an online event, right? And so, you know, if they wanted to they could just be like oh we're just trying to prevent people from gathering for any reason at all i think that's a smart idea i mean for sure absolutely i don't want to white like if i have an airbnb i don't want a fucking white supremacist staying in it right and so no i know but what if you're a goodwill because they canceled all everything Mm -hmm. so what if you're like um just someone who like wants to go and then your shit gets canceled. Like that sucks, right? You have all these plans to like go and see Mr. Biden and his like little square cube glass of bulletproof glass. But like technically, it's not like you don't have other options. Just get a hotel room, right? If you're really like just fucking your dicks hard for going to the inauguration and you just want to do it so goddamn bad, then it's just get a hotel room. They're still taking. Right? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I am pretty sure. Yeah. That does suck. I get what you're saying. You know, what if you found a cute little space and you're like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, you know. But you still have other options. It's not like you're completely fucked. You just have to get a hotel room. 
Yeah. I wonder if all the hotels are going to catch on. Apparently, so there's this really um, old school, like, I think, oh, yeah, the oldest hotel in D.C. has become, like, the unofficial headquarters for... um, for the Proud Boys, that's right. Yeah, I don't know if they were. I don't know if they know that, but that still sucks. The the hotel. I don't know if they know that. I'm sure they actually. Ax- you know that. How, if you know that, how wouldn't the hotel have heard by now? I'm sure they've heard by now, but I don't think they were. I don't think they were advertising for it. I think. Uh, I think, like after a week of things happening in D.C. where the Proud Boys were there, the you know the people at the front desk were like, "Oh my God, these motherfuckers." look like they're part of the pro you know what i mean like i i think they just like kind of like fell into that which kind of sucks yeah for sure i mean i doubt that it was on purpose i highly i mean there's no way it was on purpose as they're the oldest hotel in dc right so it's not well i mean also being the oldest hotel in dc means you come from a long line of like racist assholes too so who knows oh that's true that is true, but it, it's disappointing. But I mean, I guess that's like when you find out things like places like Monticello. I mean, like as white people who grew up in the area, um, it's like when you find out, not find out, but when you finally fucking put the pieces together that places like Monticello and Mount Vernon and stuff were plantations, right? It's like the same type of thing that I'm feeling about this hotel right now. At first I was like, oh my God, the whole this hotel is so cool. And then you're like, oh, shitty people. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Same Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Um, have you been to DC in a in a while? Like, like, because apparently it looks like a fucking like it's getting ready to go to war right now. Um, uh, the last time I went to DC, I don't remember. Um, but I know from having friends who live right in the city, and from just being in touch with the bar and stuff that like everything's just boarded up at the moment. And it's probably going to remain that way until a little after the inauguration. It kind of has to. Right. Right. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Or do you mean that there's like tanks and shit everywhere? There's tanks. I saw pictures. There's tanks, bunch of tanks Been there with the tanks. Very frustrating. It's there purely to intimidate. But the problem is that the people who, I mean, the people who were there to be like, oh, yeah, Donald Trump, he's the fucking must. Or, like, they're just going to be like, yeah, tanks, boo! And just fucking, you know. I'm not going to lie. Tanks are kind of cool. Are you fucking, have you never, are you serious? Have you never seen a tank before? I've seen a tank. They're fucking cool. I mean. How are they not? You live. I don't want them roaming around like the area, going past the fucking playground and shit. But in general, over tanks. How are you not over it? Like I'm like I I don't see a tank and think oh cool because I've seen them so many fucking. You know what I mean? Haven't you? Yeah, but it's like I mean, how are people? Why are people so into cars? Why are people so into like? You know what I mean? Like. Tanks are just fucking cool. They're just big pieces of iron. And it's, you know, I have this fear of metal and water. So if a tank goes in water, yeah. If a tank goes in water, it becomes my worst fear. You know what I think is really cool? What? Helicopters. No offense to Kobe Bryant, but I fucking love helicopters, man. Is that what we have to do now whenever someone brings up helicopters? Go, 
no offense to Kobe Bryant, yeah. but I do. I love Kobe Bryant, or yeah. you know, R.I.P. But so whenever I'm like, helicopters are fucking cool. I feel a need to be like, sorry, dude. No offense to you and Gigi, but I think helicopters are rated. I mean, what? No, they're first off. Whenever I fucking have to drive them on GTA or whatever, Grand Theft Auto or any video game, helicopters are impossible to ride around. Yeah, they're difficult. You have to be like, you know, you have to like learn how to do it. Well, I'm whatever. And there's like, there's just a giant blender in the sky. Like I feel there's something like weird and archaic about it. Like that's cool. That's what makes them cool. Also, they remind me of bumblebees. Like they look like they shouldn't be able to fly, and bumblebees should not. Bumblebees or like or like uh, the ones that flap their rings. Oh, the humming or like hummingbirds. I love hummingbirds, but no, 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 no. Bumblebees. Bumblebees should not be able to fly. That's a real thing. Like, isn't it? I mean, unless that's changed. Well, they fly, so <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously that's wrong. I keep googling things to like. Uh, so I'm going to Google this, but I'm pretty sure that bumblebees, it's like a thing that like how like chubby. They I, I know what you mean. It's like, um, uh, shit. See, look. It's like how ants shouldn't be able to carry like 10 times their weight or whatever. Oh, you're wrong. Yep. Oh, okay. It's a common misconception. So sorry, y'all. In reality, this isn't true because they can and do fly all the time. Wait, <laughs> that's bullshit. Hey, that was my logic about it, too. Um, anyway, yeah, so. Oh, it's a generation of tiny hurricanes that lift them upwards. Get the fuck out of town. Tiny hurricanes? Yeah, I mean, they flap their wings. and they. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know if I agree with tiny hurricanes. It's a bit overdramatic. You know what I mean? To say little hurricanes are going on. No, they're like little wind tunnels or something. You don't call them. Yeah, I do. But when you uh, hurricanes cause destruction and they fucking destroy places like like New Orleans and shit, by the way, shouldn't exist. Yeah. All right. Fuck That's another. Yeah. <laughs> people that still like people that still live in New Orleans after that fucking hurricane. Katrina? Yeah. Jordan, the whole point is it. The whole point is that oh, oh, just the whole city was destroyed because these stupid little walls broke and now it's all flooded. So, you know so what what's a good? It's a great idea to just keep building here. Oh, what a fucking? Do you know what that? You know what it means? It's so shitty. It means it's affordable to live there. It's not though. It's expensive it as fuck right now. Uh, what? Yes, it's expensive as fuck. Look it up on Zillow. Look it up on Zillow. It's. Okay, I'll go on Zillow. Go on Zillow. I do have that. App. Yeah. Shit. All right. Well, you do that. You look. You do that. I'm gonna look at. Um. Hold on. Oh. So apparently ten. Oh yeah, Trump was impeached. I don't know why we didn't talk about this. Shit. Oh, yeah, go it. He was impeached two. He was. The, this is so funny. It's like the first. This is the first time that this has ever happened. This is the first time that this has ever happened. Everything. This is like, yeah. Trump's the first president to be impeached twice. It's like, that's not a real thing to be, like, about. You know what I mean? Like, like to be the first... No. Once you're the first president to be impeached, that's the thing. Just, just you're the first president to be impeached. No, I know. I'm saying 
whoever got that title, that ends there. We don't have to be like, because oh, now, if there's ever a president that gets impeached three times, it's going to be like, who's the first president to get impeached three times? It's like, yeah, who cares, though? There's already been a president who was impeached one time. I guess two times is okay, House but... for sale, $60,000. Yeah. Six, zero, thousand, six, zero. That is only five digits. Yeah, but, like, what's your, what's your maximum at? Or what's your minimum at? My minimum? I don't have a minimum, but I have a maximum of how I don't know. Wait, how do we figure out... How do we figure out that, like... That what? That I'm wrong and you're right? We don't, because I'm right. It's I look. It's expensive. One hundred and forty thousand, ninety thousand. Bitch, I'm moving to New Orleans. There was like like two years ago. There was a stupid NPR like art like story about how everything was expensive there. Now I can't get a. I, you can't get your pussy ate for one hundred and fifty thousand in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Well. Anyways, back to what we're talking about. Trump. Two times impeached. Hopefully, we learn. Okay, our- okay, two times. Two times is a lot. For t- I mean, sorry. I'm two times is the the next tier to care. But after, like, if there's ever a president to get impeached three times, and they go out, he's the first president to be impeached three times. Like, that's not a thing anymore. Well, two times is like that's the one where you're like that's irregular and weird, but. Three times, like, the, like that is also irregular and weird, but it's, like, no longer calls for, like, he's the first to do this. You know what I mean? It's, like, everything has to be historical. The Biden inauguration is going to be historical. Well, Trump- well I guess it, it's historical because of Kamala Harris. But besides that, it's not any more historical than anything. Well, I mean, I mean, I agree with you to a point, right? Because, like, even with Trump, they were like, oh, it's historical because he's the first what to get elected he was the first what non-politician but that's he, bullshit too he become a politician by running like you're you're beginning a political career like when i began my education career they weren't like wow she's the first non-education person to become a teacher they were just like welcome to your education career. you know does that make sense yeah like with you you know they weren't like wow you're the first not post office guy to be a post office guy and you know what I mean? You just started your career at that point. Yes. I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think he was, so I think we've had like presidents that were governors, presidents that were, there were only like two presidents that came from house representatives. And then most presidents were former senators. Um, but I think other than that, they've all been one of those. I don't think we've ever had anyone that was just like solely a business person or something. But even even so, you get to call that historic. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's kind of the point that you're making. That is the point that I'm making. Like at at a certain point, it's like it's not historic anymore. You're just like making shit up. Well, hopefully at this point, at least some form of lesson is being learned. Where it's like, okay, if somebody it's like a fool me once, shame on you. Impeach me once, shame on me. Impeach me twice, shame on fucking you, dude. Why'd you let me keep doing things? Yeah. Right. Right. Does that make any sense at all? Yeah. No. Yeah. And I guess the point. I mean, honestly, there's not. Uh, I guess the the point is like, so he doesn't get the money that like his pension, and he doesn't get the secret the service. secret service. 
which Robbie seems to think like Iranians are going to take him out. So like he definitely needs that secret service. I would like for him to not have it, <clears throat> but I didn't say that. Yeah. Parody. Ha ha. Yeah. Parody on that. But, uh, but I agree, I guess parody. So yeah. Anyway, what time is it? No, no, no. I mean like, uh, so oh oh my god there's a big announcement i forgot to do what is it everybody on here thinks i have covid i don't have covid guys i tested negative it was a uh, um i just assumed that i did uh because my parents had it and then um because they had it and i was living with them i just i just assumed i had it i took the test and i was like living well, I took one yesterday, so I'm waiting for the results on that. But that's just like a just-in-case one. But I had all these placebo effects happening. Like my throat was hurting. I was getting like uh, headaches. I had school. Yeah, I kept calling a squishy head. Uh, I had a mild fever for a second. So I was like, I totally have this shit. And then the when the test came back negative, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? All those symptoms disappeared. All those, they really did. They disappeared fast too um so but anyway i'm at a lake house now in virginia uh, to escape my parents um so yeah and um yeah but that's the big announcement i had <laughs> Did you- yeah. hey oh just you're like humble bragging <laughs> humble brag i had to get away from my parents and help protect everybody and stop the spread so i'm in a fucking lake house <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to, um, yeah, be humble about it. I totally, uh, I have actually have something planned for today. Um, that super producer, uh, Andrew told me to, to, that I should do. Um, I made a, um, history corner with Jordan D. And this one is about filibustering. All right, guys. Uh, so, um, filibustering has always kind of like perplexed me. I never really, I never really understood. I still don't really understand it. Like, I understand. I, I, I guess it's just basically there to annoy people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that really the purpose of it? I mean, I, I mean, I'm with you. I don't quite under. I know you basically talk, 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 which relatable until there can't be like a vote, right? Yeah, you talk to delay the vote as much as possible and also to just annoy the fuck out of uh, people. So this is, I'm going to go over, so this is from the Brookings Institute, um, what I'm going to read here. The House and Senate rule books in 1789 were nearly identical. Both rule books included what is known as previous question motion. The House kept their motion, and today it empowers a simple majority to cut off debate. The Senate no longer has that rule on its books. So what happened to the Senate's rule? In 1805, Vice President Aaron Burr, that name sounds familiar, doesn't it? Aaron Burr, sir, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Aaron Burr was presiding over the Senate, freshly indicted 
for the murder of Alexander Hamilton. Mm -hmm. And he offered offered this advice. He said something like this. You are a great deliberative body, but a truly great Senate would have a cleaner rule book. Yours is a mess. You have lots of rules that do the same thing. And he singles out the previous question motion. Now, today we know that a simple majority in the House can use the rule to cut off debate. But in 1805, neither chamber used the rule that way. Majorities were still experimenting with it. And so when Aaron Burr said, get rid of the previous question motion, the Senate didn't think twice. When they met in 1806, they dropped the motion from the Senate rulebook. Why? Not because senators in 1806 sought to protect minority rights and extend debate and, and extended debate. They got rid of the rule by mistake because Aaron Burr told them to. And when he says minority rights, I want to make it clear, he doesn't mean like black people. Uh, they mean minority as in like Senate minority. Right. Not, yeah. Um, I know you know that, but just for people listening, because okay. <laughs> the way I was saying that, you know, if you say it fluid like that, you could think that. Um, so once the rule was gone, senators still did not filibuster. Deletion of the rule made possible the filibuster because the Senate no longer had a rule that could have empowered a simple majority to cut off debate. It took several decades until the minority exploited exploited the lax limits on debate, leading to the first real live filibuster in 1837. So the first filibuster in 1837 uh, wasn't really that interesting. You know, it wasn't really about anything that cool. Do you, um, so let's see here. Uh, oh, here it is. The first successful filibuster was recorded in 1837 when a group of Whig senators who opposed President Andrew Jackson filibustered to prevent Jackson's allies from expunging a resolution of censure against him. So that was the first filibuster. It was used in 1837. Uh, The term filibuster is from a Dutch word meaning pirate. Became popular in the 1850s when it was applied to efforts to hold the Senate floor in order to prevent a vote on a bill. So I guess the idea was they were pirates because they were stealing stuff. I don't know, (laughs) right? I mean, it's like they're pirating time, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Um, In 1841, when the Democratic minority hoped to block a bank bill promoted by Kentucky Senator Henry Clay, he threatened to change Senate rules to allow the majority to close debate. Missouri Senator Thomas Hart Benton rebuked Clay for trying to stifle the Senate's right to unlimited debate. Okay. Um, what do you think about this so far? Not even interesting, huh? I, you're trying... <laughs> I'm trying too hard. No, right. no, you're not trying too hard. I, I, you know, I am ADD as fuck. 
And so to me, this is a lot of words. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. I mean, it's a lot of rule. It's a lot of words for me too. I'm having trouble like, like saying them. Uh, In 1917, senators adopted a rule, rule 22, which means shit to me. um, At, at the urging of president Woodrow Wilson, that they adopt a rule um, urging President Woodrow Wilson that allowed the Senate to end a debate with a two-thirds majority vote. Now, this is called, which is interesting, uh, clotcher. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Clotcher, right? Or cloture? I would pronounce that cloture. Cloture. But you know what? I honestly don't know. It could go either way. Either way, I've never really... It's an important word for like that goes along with filibustering, but I've never heard it before. It's weird. It's like nobody uses that. They just use... They just use like... Because it's spelled the same as like closure. Right. Um, the new Senate rule was first put to the test in 1919. Yeah, cloture. Sorry. Cloture, okay. I was put to the test in 1919. Um, so this is uh, two years after what? Oh, when the Senate invoked cloture to end a filibuster against the Treaty of Versailles. Versailles? No. Versailles. Is it? It's the World War One one. Versailles? Maybe that's Versailles? I don't know. Sorry, I'm done. No, look it up, because... I always I always said Versailles. Yeah, but I think there there's a couple different ones. There's Treaty of Versailles. But is that is that for World War One? I get them mixed up, man. There's Treaty of... French word, right? Yeah, fuck the French. You know what I mean? They have all those letters, and then they don't say them. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, <clears throat> who cares? Treaty of something. It's whatever to the 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 end or start or whatever. Something about World War One. Even with the new cloture cloture rule, filibusters remained on effective means to block legislation, since a two thirds vote is difficult to obtain. Okay, it is Versailles. Um, Treaty of Versailles. Um, filibusters were particularly. God, I, I am. I'm. It's difficult for me to say that word. To be fair, particularly. Particularly. Filibusters were particularly useful to Southern senators who sought to block civil rights legislation, mm. Mm. including anti-lynching legislation. Imagine being someone who's blocking anti-lynching legislation uh, like what's the point like don't hang people right well i mean that isn't that the original like death sentence motherfuckers right like yeah these motherfuckers so the same people who are like pro death sentence one day we're gonna be like can you imagine being like hell yeah electrocute people to death crazy dude uh, no you're right yeah lint uh, until cloture was invoked after a 60-day filibuster against the Civil Rights Act of 1964. In 1975, the Senate reduced the number of votes required for cloture from two-thirds to three-fifths, or 60 of the current 100 senators. 
Um, the record for the longest individual speech goes to South Carolina's J. Strom Thurmond, who filibustered for 24 hours and 18 minutes against the Civil Rights Act of 1957. Now, to be fair, the Civil Rights Act of 1957 did establish the United States Commission on Civil Rights and the United States Department of Justice Civil Rights Division. Congress would later pass more effective civil rights laws in the form of Civil Rights Act of 1960, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and the Civil Rights Act, oh, I'm sorry, and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. So this motherfucker wasn't even for the very first one, which just basically opened a commission to even, like, look at that shit. You know what I mean? It wasn't even about, like, anything more than that. He cared so much about it that he talked, just talked for 24 hours and 18 minutes. Do I have that right, or did I? Yeah, 24 hours, 18 minutes. Yeah, yeah I can't even do that. Yeah. Things I care passionately about. Yeah, I can't even sit in a car for two hours without, like, wanting to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i mean I, I did it that was a terrible i don't basically this is history corner of jordan d this is one i don't really know that much about um history, history corner with jordan d filibusters are still a fucking mystery <laughs> mystery corner mystery, mystery corner mystery corner with jordan d and alex so yeah all right close out that one. Um, so that's it. I'm going to call it, uh, you know, I'm not as good as Robbie at this shit. So, um, anyway, we have a uh, Patreon. So if you want an extra uh, episode a week, uh, you can pay five dollars to get a uh, extra episode of of this stuff. Um, get all the uh, yeah, get all your shit. What else am I missing? All your Instagram and Twitter. Oh yeah. So if you go to uh, bolshevix.com. You can uh, find all our, a link to all our socials there. Um, you can find mine, Robbie's, and Super Producer Andrew's social medias there. And you can follow us. Also, it would really help us out if you um, give us a like, give us a, a couple stars rating, or I guess hopefully more than a couple stars rating. And then uh, comment on there. Uh Share with, yeah, share with your friends. You know, that's going to really help us out. We're not doing any advertisements or anything right now. Um, so this is the only way that uh, this show will spread. So, yeah. But anyway, um, uh, thank you guys for listening. And, yeah, uh, have a good one. Uh, say bye, Alex. Bye. Thanks. I'm sorry I cried. <laughs> thank you for Thank you for coming on and thank you for being a last minute replacement for um for Robbie for me. I really appreciate it cuz I would not have been I needed something to feed off of. Uh, I would not be able to do this alone. So, uh yeah. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Bye.